Buzznet. In reference to the podcast. Here again. I'm Heather. I'm Amanda. And this week it's a, it's a true crime. It's Murder Monday. It is Murder Monday. We're going to talk about Texas 7. And my sources, as always, are Wikipedia. Uh, both the History and the Oxygen Channel, and the show Mugshot, George Rebus. And yes, I phonetically spelled that out. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> is that what you were going to say? Yep. <laughs> I got this idea from the Oxygen Channel special called The Nightmare Before Christmas. Not and the Tim Burton version? No. And because <laughs> my co-host Heather is obsessed with that movie... I figured that was a sign that I should cover this. It's and obsessed. Just because my messenger bag has its jack on it doesn't mean anything. Go ahead. Tell the audience what your car was. It was my pumpkin car. And its name was? It's Jack. And you bought me orange paint today because? Or for today? Because I said jack-o'-lantern on it. Um, and your steering wheel cover? It used to be Jack. Although my dad did get me floor mats for Jack Skellington. And I rest my case. And now my car's white, but it still has the Jack license plate, and now he's the pumpkin king. <laughs> and he could also still be Jack Skellington, because Jack Skellington is white. That's Yeah, so, yeah, I'm obsessed. Oh, okay, great. Glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> because you're obsessed with The Nightmare Before Christmas, I thought I should cover this. However... I fell asleep during the special and then could not find any trace of it anywhere else. Like it never existed. Yes. Like I Googled it. I Googled Nightmare Before Christmas, Oxygen Channel, ID Channel, because I thought maybe I got them mixed up. I was at my mother's for Christmas and she has on demand. And so I looked that up. I I could not find it. So... I could have dreamed this. It just didn't exist on the menu. <laughs> it did not exist on the menu. And I guess I was the the cashier in the situation. No. I would have been the confused cashier. You know, when he's like, uh, I want the spaghetti basket. Oh. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize you were talking about the Dane Cook joke. And I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, no, I was talking about Dane Cook. I gotcha. Okay. So anyway, what I did see of the special was that one of the men was creepy. Um, And then I looked it up to see what the punishments were for this. And when it included the death penalty, I thought I had to cover it. I don't know why. That was like my determining factor of whether I would cover this or not. So this is the Texas 7, also known as the Connolly 7. The seven men included involved include. <laughs> uh, anyway, the seven men involved are Joseph Garcia. He was in jail for a fifty-year sentence for. You ready for this one? Stabbing a friend. A friend stabbing. Guess how many times? More or less than fifteen. More, but less than twenty. Nineteen. Yeah. You couldn't just do that last stab and hit 20? A friend. A friend. (laughs) Who? I mean, they were drunk. It does say during a drunken brawl. 
But still, like, you didn't realize it was your friend? I've been drunk plenty of times around you and my friends. <laughs> Just because I have the urge to stab someone doesn't mean I go through with it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Stabbing is bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then um, next week... So that's Joseph Garcia. Randy Halpern... Halpern, yeah. He was in jail for 30 years for beating his girlfriend's child because the baby wouldn't stop crying. That's what babies do. I cannot stand people who do that. Larry Harper was in jail for 50 years for raping three women. Patrick Murphy Jr., who was the one that was being interviewed that I saw. Looks like great. He he had a 50-year sentence for rape during a robbery. That was, I feel like that's multitasking. Yeah. Donald Newberry. 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 99 year sentence for armed robbery. So, in the great state of Texas, this man got more years than somebody who raped three women. Women. Well, one, there was armed robbery, but I'm assuming the one that raped while there was a robbery it was probably also armed. I don't know. Then George Rivas had a seven had seventeen. Yep, that's right. You heard me. Seventeen life sentences for robbery and kidnapping, and an additional life sentence for violating his probation before. The how Texas the hell did he get probation? <laughs> uh, he he's who a lot of this revolves around, um, and I think I might talk about it. But he was on probation for. Good thing he's not, like, a vampire and he's, like, immortal. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, 17? I cannot live that. <laughs> but he couldn't. I mean, it's a life sentence, so he has to die. Maybe he could act like he died. Oh, maybe. Like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> anyway, he he lived, like, a life of, like, a petty crime kind of thing. Not, I don't want to say petty. He robbed places. So then he robbed a place and that was violating. Again... Robbery. Well, the kidnapping, I think, is maybe where he got the life sentences because he tied people up. So that was considered kidnapping. Anyway, the seventh player in all of this is Michael Rodriguez. Spit it out. Michael Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I, why? That's a hard name for me to say. I'm Rodriguez? Sorry. Yes, I don't know why. And he had a life sentence for hiring a hitman to kill his wife. The hitman could succeed? I don't think so. It just said hiring. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't look into that. I mean, Be- technically, if he didn't do it, I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's still attempted. That's premeditated. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to set the scene for you. What year are we in? Well, if you would let me speak. <laughs> set it. Lay it out for me. The date is currently December 31st, 2018. The date of this. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, well, it sure as hell didn't happen today. <laughs> the date of this was December 13th, 2000. So, we survived Y2K. And this is what the Texas 7 decided to do. The location is outside of Kennedy, Texas. Specifically. Can you tell I was very sleep deprived when I wrote this? <laughs> Specifically the John B. Connolly unit. Which is about five and a half hours south of where you visited me in Texas. That sounds like I was in jail in Texas. I wasn't. <laughs> I mean... Well... Anyway. 
Seven men working in the maintenance shop in the jail overpowered the employees and prison guards. Stole clothing, guns, and a vehicle. Somewhere in here I might have, but I also remember that they... Oh, never mind. That sounds like horrible security that they got out of a prison and got a car. Yep. They stole a vehicle and escaped the jail. Basically, they made false claims to other guards who were watching the gate to the jail and ambushed the guard tower. They escaped with... It's crazy. 14 handguns. Handguns. <laughs> well, that about does it for the podcast. <sighs> okay. They escaped with 14 handguns, a rifle, a shotgun, and 239 rounds of ammunition. They also took the clothes from the guards, money, credit cards, and identification from the prison guards. So if I would stop trying to imp- improvise... And just read what I wrote. I wouldn't repeat myself in the same sentence. One of the inmates' fathers then provided a different vehicle for the group. So the prison vehicle was found abandoned. And as you pointed out in a previous episode, abandoned means that there was nobody in it. (laughs) That was our first episode. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, So the vehicle was found, the prison vehicle was found abandoned in a Walmart parking lot two hours after the breakout. The El Paso in the U.S.-Mexico border, in case you didn't know what border I would have been talking about, clearly. It's clearly the Canadian border. Um, Was the main focus at first, but the men were no longer there. They they didn't go to El Paso or the border. Uh, Oh yeah, you never go where it looks like you're going. El Paso is where Rivas was from, and so many thought he was going to go back there to hurt and kill the prosecutors who put him in jail. He didn't. The seven men went into San Antonio, which from where they are, I believe it was west. And El Paso would have been more south, but I could be wrong. When they were in San Antonio, they realized they were running out of funds. So they robbed a radio shack in Pearland. Nope, not Pearland. Well, (laughs) it could be. Or it could be Pearland. Okay. How the fuck would you have it called Pearland if it doesn't have pears? The seven men went into San Antonio and realized they were running out of funds, so they robbed a Radio Shack in Pearland. Radio Shack. R.I.P. The, <laughs> the day after they broke out. So, in 24 hours, within 24 hours, they were already running out of funds. Um, they took from the Radio Shack money and credit cards from people that were in there. So, like, real throwback. Um, they also took police scanners and walkie-talkies. Six days later, on December 19th, they checked into an Econo Lodge in Farmer's Branch, which is near the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which is where you visited me. It is where I visited you. <laughs> on December 24th, they robbed an Oshman's Sporting... Uh, Oshman? Oshman? I don't know. Sporting Goods Store in Irving. Irvine. In here, they stole at least 40 guns and sets of ammunition. An off-duty employee called the police after noticing the commotion inside. Officer Aubrey Hawkins responded to the call and upon arrival was ambushed by the escapees and was shot 11 times and also had been run over by the convicts as they fled the scene. Oh. Did she survive? Actually, fun fact. It's a male. Hawkins later died at Parkland Memorial Hospital in Dallas. He was 29. What a day. That's like, well, he's like, he's probably thinking, I had to come in. I wasn't even working, but. 
Well, no, okay, so there was an off-duty employee of the store that called the police. So Hawkins was the police officer that Oh, the police officer, not the employee. Yep. After the officer's murder, a $100,000 reward was offered to whoever could help catch the convicts. This reward grew to $500,000 by the time they were apprehended. This lasted six weeks, P.S., which is so crazy. Like, I don't remember hearing about this. Now, granted, I was only 12, but my mom has always been obsessed with the news. But yeah, I feel like that's something that, especially that many people escaping at one time. Yeah. Like, that should have made national news. Yeah. After the robbery, the fugitives headed west and then got caught in a snowstorm. Where? In Texas. <laughs> at which point they decided to go north. And at some point in this north northern trip, they purchased a Jeep and a motorhome. So they... Man, whoever's credit cards they stole from us had pretty high limits. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, so then they go to Woodland Park, which is in Colorado, on New Year's Day. They told people they were traveling Christians and were looking for a place to park their motor home. At least they didn't call it a motor coach. <laughs> they could have. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, surprisingly, as much as I used Wikipedia, it wasn't really a copy and paste of Wikipedia. I actually found a lot of this out by watching Mugshot, which made me really excited because I also want to cover the Oklahoma City bomber, Timothy McVeigh. And they had an episode about him, so I was like, yes, I'll get so much information from this. It was not as informative. I was going to say, what, you couldn't find it again? <laughs> no, I did find it again. I did find it. Um, I, that's what I always find, like, with mine, I always, like, if I watch, like, something that's about it, I feel like I retain more than reading it. Yeah, same. I really feel like when I use Wikipedia, I'm just retyping what they I wish type. that that fucking worked when I was in school. Because I retained zero. <laughs> However, I'm glad Wikipedia wasn't around when we were in school because I feel like I learned a lot more. I feel like we had cliff notes when we were in school. We and that did was have it. Cliff notes, yeah. Or spark notes. Spark notes, yeah. So, anyway, they were apparently traveling Christians. They changed their appearances <laughs> by growing out their hair and facial hair, and they also dyed their hair, which the person on this show made fun of that. It did look pretty bad. The campground owner of the Coach Light Motel and RV Park in Woodland Park said they just did normal everyday things when they lived there. America's Most Wanted aired an episode aired on January... <laughs> okay. Anyway, it aired on January 20th, 2001. On January 21st, the neighbor called in and stated he knew the, the Texas 7... Oh, the neighbor slash owner of the campground um, called in and said he knew the Texas 7 and where they were at. At 10 a.m. on January 22nd, three of the men left the campground and the SWAT team surrounded them at a gas station. They all surrounded without a fight. However, Rivas said that he had a gun on the police officer who was, like, reaching into his car. I don't know how true that is. Halpern surrendered at the camp at the campground, um, which there were also SWAT members around there. And he informed the SWAT members or SWAT team that Harper was inside with guns. Harper, thirty-seven, was found deceased in the motorhome from two gunshots to the chest, ruled a suicide. 
I just put ruled a suicide. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not saying it was. Is that a handgun or a rifle? Just said two gunshots. I feel like that'd be awkward to like pull towards your chest. Yeah, usually I feel like men shoot themselves in the mouth. Because like if it's a handgun, but I feel like that's a rifle. Like, you have to. It was probably a handgun. I mean, they had what, like fourteen of them. I think they had fourteen of one of them. Yeah, they had fourteen handguns and one shotgun and one rifle, supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> okay, so then Newberry tagline. <laughs> Newbury, Newberry, Newbury, and Murphy were still on the run. The next evening, they were located at a Holiday Inn in Colorado Springs. The two demanded to speak to the media before coming out. After speaking to the media, they did surrender with no issues. So, the six men that are still alive are extradited to Texas. George Rivas was the the ringleader and was the first to be brought to trial. On August 13th, 2001, he went on trial for killing the officer. Eight days later, he is convicted of capital murder. He says that it is his fault that everything... Nope. Skipped a line. He says that it was his fault that Hawkins died, and that he took responsibility for everything. He said to the court, quote, this is a a direct quote from the show, which had video footage. <laughs> quote what you call the death penalty I call freedom end quote was that like his dying words or no that's just what he said in court he had been quoted saying earlier in the trial that he didn't want to die an old man in prison on August 29th he was sentenced to death by lethal injection and he was executed on February 29th 2012 so yes that was 11 years almost he was 41 years old. I feel like if he didn't want to become an old man in prison, I'd have kept his ass in jail and made him die an old man in prison. Also, like, he wasn't... I mean, there are other ways to not die an old man in prison. <laughs> One, don't commit crimes to begin with. Yeah, then you're not in prison. Uh, anyway, the other five all faced a trial as well and were all convicted of capital murder and sentenced, sentenced. to death. <laughs> Michael Rodriguez, 45, was put to death on August 14th, 2008. Um, So, as you can probably tell, that was sooner than the ringleader. But he said he wished to forego any further appeals beyond the mandatory death penalty appeal. Thank you for saving the taxpayers money. A mandatory? Yes. So, I believe... No, I'm not going to say that. Every time I say that I know something... I then look it up later after recording. You're like, oh, it's wrong. And then I was like, I'm going to have to put this in an update on the Instagram post. Since we can't do corrections like other podcasts since we (laughs) record 7,000 episodes at once. (laughs) So I do believe, though, that there is a man. Oh, well, there obviously is a mandated. Like they have to appeal if they get the death penalty? At least one can. Yes, one time. I don't know. That's dumb to but me. If but if they don't want to, why do they have to? I don't know. And like, then, oh, hey, that's just going to save us money. Just... Bye. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> so he said he wished to forgo any further appeals. He was ruled mentally competent to decide to forgo the appeals. Um, and he was the first to be executed 
on August 14th, 2008. Hey, at least he got out before 2012. Not 12. 16. <laughs> this did take place in Texas. They are Republican there. Oh. Well, Typically. You, you missed out, buddy. Allegedly. Alleged. I know. Allegedly. I know a lot that are not. I know. I know one that's not. <laughs> Um, Donald Newberry, 52, was executed by lethal injection on February 4th, 2015. Joseph Garcia was the most recent to be executed by lethal injection, and this occurred on December 4th, 2018. He was 47 years old. Oh, so just... Just a little bit ago. Just a moon phase or this, two ago. This month? Yes. Goodness. But not this month when this is released. No. The two remaining members are incarcerated on death row. Halpern, 41, does not have an execution date set, but Murphy, who is currently 57, has an execution date set for March 28th, 2019. Happy birthday, Gary. Sorry, that's my dad. Uh, He will not see 58 years old. Wait. Let me take that back because that sounds like I was talking about my father. <laughs> the guy that committed murder, yes. not her dad. <laughs> Murphy, who is currently 57, will not see 58 because he is set to be executed on March 28th, 2019. When my dad will be celebrating his 55th birthday. That's the Texas 7. So they like only kill. I mean, any murder is a bad murder and the murder of a police officer is horrific. But that's why they all got the death penalty. Was just for that murder. And I mean. I feel like stuff like that. It should be like an eye for an eye. Well I mean it basically was. Like no. Not lethal injection. No. Run him over with a car. Yeah. (laughs) And I think because he was shot 11 times. Like they couldn't prove. What did it. Yeah who did it. What did it. So. Y'all gonna burn for the same thing. Because you should have stayed in prison. Yeah. Texas crazy place. I'm surprised they weren't like. Well, I guess they were found in Colorado, because I would feel like in Texas. They wouldn't have made it to trial. <laughs> yeah, they would have just seen and shoot. I remember my I mean, my dad and my mother lived in Texas, and the story he told me before I moved to Texas, which, like, thanks, Dad, was <laughs> when you get on the highway, drive to keep up with traffic, because one time him and my mom were driving, and I'm not sure who was driving, it was probably, I don't know, both of my parents have a lead foot. But apparently they weren't going fast enough, and a truck pulled up beside them, and the driver just pulled out a sawed-off shotgun and pointed it at them. Oh my god. <laughs> my dad was like, your mom was freaking out. And I was like, no shit! <laughs> Rightfully so. Right? I mean, I would be freaking out as well. So. I'd be like, oh, sawed-off shotgun, I see this all the time. Oh, you it's know, whatever. I got, oh yeah, well, I'll see you my... Two sawed-off shotguns. <laughs> I don't have or be Oprah and whip out a third one. <laughs> and you get a sawed-off shotgun. Anyway, um, find us at Instagram at in reference to podcast. Find us on Twitter at in reference to. Find us at Gmail or on Google Hangouts. Maybe. I probably <laughs> am because I have it installed on my phone. Um, at in reference to podcast at gmail.com find the snoring puppy at at Brody the Shepherd Mix 
Why do I say act twice? That's so dumb. Mm. Uh, and help support us by donating to us on Patreon. We have two five dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, and twenty dollars um, for support. And anything above, anything five and above, we donate at least two dollars and fifty cents to Wikipedia, because I said in my first episode, I think, that if we ever made money from this, I would donate to them. And they need it, because... Because they keep telling us. They keep, every time you click on them, they need it, so we're gonna, we want to give back to them. Because God bless Wikipedia. What you got for us next time? Next time, we're gonna learn about the Shanghai Tunnels. Because I know you love tunnels. Love tunnels. (laughs) That's so weird. I do like tunnels, though. You're I obsessed. like the Las- You really wanted to go to Las Vegas tunnels when we were out there. We are going back and... We're not going to... If it rains, we're going to die. It's okay. We're going back to Vegas in 118 days. You might think that's okay. <laughs> not when they hear this, it won't be. No. <laughs> As of December 31st. Which means, like, maybe if we have enough followers by then, we can tell people to meet us there be fun could be could you imagine my mom would be who are these people why are they following us why do people want your picture i don't know mom they must have rats in the basement they need to scare away (laughs) i used to hate when my dad would say that oh the one guy that i we used to have a regular customer and he's like oh he's like i still have that picture from you guys in the newspaper and I was like, why? And he's like, I gotta keep the rats out of the basement somehow. <laughs> Ew. Was, like, was he an older gentleman? It was my friend's dad. Oh. Like, okay. I, like it was somebody I knew. It wasn't like some creepy. I mean, I, I know that you lived, well, you still live, in a smaller town than I lived. But I used to hate when I would work. So I don't know if this happened Well, I mean, I still hate when I work. Well, but... yeah, same. Well, that depends on the day. I always, yeah, I always, there's always that, that creepy customer but like i used to have old men i was like when i worked at shop and save you weren't still you were in like high school yeah i was under the age of 18 because i quit on my 18th birthday happy birthday to me i have an obsession with birthdays i mean you do need them to continue living true anyway (laughs) but there would be like these old men who'd come in and be like you know if i were 50 years younger i'd be asking you out no, nope. like no, no, you would not, and I would be like, my dad wouldn't allow that, and they'd be like, well, he doesn't know me, and I was like, I, or why does the code? They don't need to know. I'm like, first of all, you're not fifty years younger. <laughs> so, second of all, because you're not fifty years younger, this is like harassment. This this conversation needs to stop. And then I would be like, you see that boy over there? His name's Shane. I named my car after him because I want him to take me out on a date tonight. You're like, I want his babies. <laughs> Yeah, now he's married and lives in Indiana. That's cool. I mean, I have a boyfriend. Anyway. Alright, that's enough rambling. Um, tune in next time. For the Shanghai Tunnels. I assume not in America. I assume in Shanghai. Um, actually, no, it's Portland, Oregon. Alright, well, now that I look like a fucking idiot. (laughs) Tune in next time to find out why they're the Shanghai Tunnels. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. Um, and... Hopefully I don't look as dumb as I do in the Loch Ness Monster episode.